What's the point of making a marketing video if you don't direct the viewer to do something after they've watched it? On this episode, we discuss the power of the call to action. The video revolution is here and it's changing how we do business. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Carney. And listen for special offers presented throughout the podcast. You know, Brendan, ever since I started working with video around a year, year and a half ago, I can't go to a movie or even watch something on television or Netflix without thinking about how the story is coming across and, you know, what somebody wants me to do or feel after I've watched it. And I thought that would be, you know, something really cool to talk about, you know, talk about in the context of marketing videos, because obviously people want you to do something, not just watch it. And that's really the uh, the, the crux of the matter, right? Like everybody... We want something that is entertaining. We want something that's fun to watch and informative. But in the end, if somebody doesn't do something after they've watched the video, then what was it? It was just a, a nice way to kill time. And I think when, when we're talking about marketing videos, it's you're right. It's so essential, and it's something that I think is so often overlooked, is what are we trying to get the viewer to do immediately in the seconds that follow uh, the conclusion of the video. Do we want them to go to our website? Do we want them to go to iTunes to download XYZ? You know, these are really important questions that a lot of times we ignore and we just end the video with, you know, brand name, slogan, and that's it. But where does that leave us? Nowhere. Exactly well, where we started. Well, I think that is this is going to be a great episode. And before we really dive into it, you know, let's welcome everybody to the podcast. This is Video Marketing 2.0, where Brendan and I discuss the world of videos for marketing and business purposes. Hi, I'm Joel Gubich, Director of Business Development at ThinkMojo. And with me, the voice on the other end, is head writer and creative story lead, Brendan Carty. Before we started the episode, we said that we wanted to talk about what videos want us to do. The, the maker of a video wants us to do or feel something. And... The way that that comes across is not only in the script and the voiceover and the music and the, the visuals, whether it be animation, whether it be live action, combination, screencasting, but generally at the end, there's a call to action. There's something that they want us to do. And they, and if you're a smart marketer, you're going to tell us straight out, I want you to go to the website. I want you to call me here. I want you to take this 10% discount coupon and buy something. Yeah, it's part of part of the way I look at it, and I, I we try to talk to our customers about this, or clients about this, is look at your video as being one part of the sales funnel, right? And maybe you're just maybe you're using it at at the beginning of the sales funnel where you're just introducing your product, and you want to get the the general idea across, and but. Or maybe it's at the end and you wanted to close a sale. You, you already have an interested buyer and maybe you're sending this out directly to people to, to get them to, to press the, uh, the buy button. Whatever it is, you need to end your video with getting that person to move on to the next stage of the sales process. So if it's at the beginning and 
you want the person to learn more on your website, then you want to push them to your website. If you're, if it's at the end and you want to get them, you know, you, you've, this is your closing argument. You've said your piece and now it's time to buy. You want to tell them exactly where they can go to purchase or download or whatever your product. So you want to be intentional about, you know, where you're, uh, where you're using it. Now, on the other hand, you may think, well, I don't know. It's not, it doesn't fit in only one place, right? Like it's, I want to use this in multiple stages of the sales funnel, which I think is, you know, pretty, pretty common. And there's nothing wrong with that. The, the question becomes, well, how do you point people to different places with one video? And I think, Joel, you, you seem eager to supply an answer. Well, I think that's, you bring up such an important point. Because a lot of people that we talk to, and I see this also in when I look at other videos, marketing videos, you can tell that that video was made to, let's say, reside on somebody's website. And then they just took it and put it on YouTube or on Vimeo or Wistia without making any changes. And the call to action doesn't really fit where you're actually seeing that video. So when you're creating a market, a video marketing strategy, you have to be thinking, where is this video going to reside and where they're going to see it? And, and pay attention to that because you may have some discord. I mean, there's nothing worse than watching a video made on somebody's and that's residing on somebody's website that was made to essentially be on YouTube or Vimeo and the call to action on that that uh, that video is come to the website. Well, I'm on the website. I'm watching it on your website. Why are you asking me to come to the website? I'm already there. Leave me alone. Yeah, you almost think like, what did I just? Why am I watching this video? <laughs> like, why was the whole point is to get me to where I already am? No, and it has that sort of circular feeling to it where you just feel like, well, that was a waste of time. I'm 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 already here. And you know, I think that oftentimes we. Even as marketers, we can overlook the power of the call to action, right? Because we think like sometimes it feels like a little too icky, typical marketing, right? Like telling people exactly what to do. Like we we want to feel like we're cooler and better than that, right? We don't have to get down in the muck with typical sales tactics. But the bottom line is it works. The power of suggestion is incredibly strong. When you end – I was reading the uh, – uh, a, a certain national newspaper publication, the New York Times. I don't know why I'm not. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> what, 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 what intellectual? Yeah, I, I don't know why I'm like <laughs> pretending not to. But so they have the they have their uh, their full page ad right for their their New York Times app. And you would think like the the Times is not going to be someone uh, uh, an entity that's going to get down in the muck with like typical sales tactics. But it was very simple. It said New York Times app download now, and I just thought that's perfect. You know, like they're telling me exactly what to do. It could have just said New York Times app, right? It could have deduced like, all right, they want me to download it. No, but it's very important to tell people exactly what you want them to do right after they have seen this thing. You want to capture that moment. So that's true. This is just anecdotal way of saying don't ignore it, giving people specific directions that are relevant to where they are right now and where they're watching this in the context of you know, either the the format they're watching it in, or the time and the sales uh, process they're they're watching it in, is really important. You said something that is straight to the. It's really to the point, and that is, you have to put this in the context of somebody watching it right now. We talk a lot about compelling 
videos and immersive videos, well, you've got somebody's attention. If somebody's watched your marketing video all the way to the end, all the way to that call to action, if that's where you, in fact, put your call to action, you've got their attention right now and do something with it. Right, because the moment's going to be gone. They're going to they're going to be moving on to something else, and they're not going to think about your product or your video much longer. You need to take advantage of the the time that you do have with them. I know that sounds so fleeting, right? We have to take advantage of the time we have together. Before, before, before it's gone. It's only ninety seconds. It's only we only have ninety seconds on this earth together. Uh, but really, I mean, then it's going to be gone. They're going to be off to you know doing something else with their workday and. They're going to forget about you. So you really need to be very specific and uh, and direct about what you want them to do and very intentional about what you want them to do. You know, in sales, they always say you got to ask for it. If you don't ask for it. Yeah, and and we're in the middle of a a political season, right? What is the thing that that every every politician, they they tell every politician, you need to ask for their vote. You know, why why did you not – there's a great – I mean, I guess it's not that great of a story if I don't remember all the details, but there's there's a – a, a famous politician was uh, asking a um, you know a voter why they didn't vote for them, and you know because they spoke to all their issues and and it seemed like that that person would be the perfect voter, and the voter's response was you never asked me you never asked for my vote, you know and I think that it's really important you have to show people that you want them to download or or go to the website or whatever. You don't have just one kind of customer. That's why you can't use just one marketing video. At ThinkMojo, our 3-in-1 video marketing program will help you reach all your different customers with smart, engaging content that's tailored around them. Visit thinkmojo.com forward slash 3-in-1 and find out how one video can pack the punch of three. ThinkMojo, smart videos that get results. Since you are you are the head writer for ThinkMojo, and so the call to action writing is critical part of what you do. So I have two questions, I guess, two-part question. I feel like I'm at a press conference, you know, yeah, I've, okay. got, I've got a question and I've got a follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> Get so, it all in. So the first question is, when is the best place to put a call to action? Is it only at the end or should you also intersperse this throughout the uh, the video? And then the follow-up question is, what are the best type of call to actions? Which ones really get somebody to do something so i think that it depends on uh to your first question where to put it it depends on again where you are in the sales funnel i think that if you're just starting out and you're just trying to explain your product you're introducing your product to people then it's best to put it at the end because you you don't want to it it seems a little pushy i think to tell people to download something or, or go somewhere before they even know what it's about right so you want to explain it first and then Go to the end. Uh, wait till the end to give them a, a a next direction. And typically, I mean, for the most part, the end is really where you want the call to action to be anyway, because that's when they're done. That's when they're done watching the video, and then they're gonna they're free to pursue other things. You want their uh, that other thing to be pursue your product. But if you have if it's at the end of the sales funnel, and people your your viewer at this point is already going to be familiar with your your product you may want to put the call to action throughout and give them reasons why you know like download this you know and get and then list the benefits right so you can alter the structure of the piece so that it's almost one big extended call to action 
right? So it's almost like a web page where every every fold is you know order now, order now kind of thing. Uh, now, as far as what the what the best kind of call to action is, I think it's something that it's got to be simple. You know, you want to make it as clear as possible what what you want people to do, and you want to use strong verbs that you know don't don't leave anything uh, unclear. Uh, download uh, if you want. If you have a free trial, sign up for the free trial. You know, I, I think that uh, I always find that learn more is kind of weak. You know, it's like it, it sounds like a little bit like homework. You know, yeah. Uh, and and what do they do? Like, uh, if you want them, if you want them to learn more, maybe you point them to a particular uh, thing. You know, uh, read our blog at you know something that actually has a, a, a is a is a direct. Uh, a direct link to, to some piece of knowledge as opposed to, all right, now you're all go off and do, do your own research. It seems like a little bit of uh, – Yeah, yeah. learn vague. more is like um, – oh, that's too much work on my part to know yeah. what I'm supposed to learn. What, no, exactly. What, what did I just watch this video for? I thought this was the learning. <laughs> uh, so, I, yeah, just keep whatever, – whatever it is, you, you want to tell them to do one thing I think really is, is the uh, overall message. You, know, you, wanna, you don't want to give them – a buffet of choices at the end. You want them to have one thing in their mind. This is what I'm going to go do, do next. So is there a difference between a B2B type of marketing video and a B2C? Cause I can, you know, we're, we're so used to radio ads or even TV ads that are essentially marketing videos for, let's say a, a car lot or something like that. And they're going to repeat that phone number, call this, call this. And remember, call this, and two seconds later, remember, you got to call this number. I mean, to the point that it's so annoying, but you remember the number. Yeah, and there's uh, – it, it depends on what product you're, you're pushing, right? I mean, if if trust and – if there's a burden of explanation, which I think is probably true for most marketing videos, that's why they're doing sort of a longer form marketing video is that you kind of have to unpack your product then it makes less sense to hit them over the head constantly with the order now order now you know when it's a when it's something on uh, you know the home shopping network where they're just like you know this is going to clean up your this is going to clean up all your messes uh, going to clean up the the, the taco stains it's, off your shirt it's order slices, now order it dices. now yeah i mean that you know you, you can wrap your head around that pretty quickly and and then they just beat you over the head with it uh, so if it, it depends on you know what the uh, what your your brand sort of identity is you, there's a little bit of uh it's there's a fine line i think with call to actions between being direct and being aggressive and you don't want to be too aggressive and make people feel like you drag them somewhere you're trying to lead them somewhere you know well that and, i would call that video marketing 1.0 you know the, <laughs> there you go <laughs> you know the the crazy Eddie, well, you know, that that's crazy uh, Eddie. <laughs> definitely dating myself a little bit, but you know, that's, oh, everybody that, knows crazy Eddie. That over the top sales pitch and even those marketing videos that you've got in the bottom third, you've got the scrolling phone number, call this, yeah. and it's there in your face all the time. That they may be effective. Obviously, they've been effective in the past because people keep repeating them, but at least for me, that looks like it's a Forcing me, forcing me to take action rather than having me make the decision 
to take action. And you know what it is, too? A lot of that is designed for TV where they're assuming that people are actually not paying attention maybe for the first half of the commercial. So they want to get – you see this a lot in TV buys. A lot of products in ad buys, they'll actually buy out two consecutive slots so that their commercial – it goes back to back. That's not a mistake. That's intentional. They're assuming that the first time that the commercial is on, the first 15-second run, people may be like hearing it in the background. And then when they hear something again for the second time, they're more apt to turn and actually pay attention. Why? What is this that I'm hearing two times in a row? So it just allows the message to sink in. And the goal there is very transactional. We just want people to remember the phone number or the, you know, to actually start engaging with the screen. With Marketing video marketing 2.0, where it's less, uh, you know, less TV focused. You're not dealing as much with a passive viewer. We're dealing with someone who's probably clicked on your video. I think it's less important to use those over the top techniques because you already have their attention at least at the beginning, right? So you're not trying to get a distracted viewer to turn their head and look at the screen. They're already looking. So I think it's less uh, less important and probably less effective to do it that way. If you want to build something that'll last, you need the right tools. In today's business world, video marketing is the tool you need to drive long-term growth. So get off the sidelines. Contact the video marketing experts at ThinkMojo and start using video as an essential part of your strategy. Visit thinkmojo.com forward slash smart video and mention smart videos for an exclusive offer. ThinkMojo, smart video for modern business. Okay, so let's perhaps the last thing, because we, we could talk about this and get into specifics and ex examples, um, and, and I will revisit this over and over again. But now that Facebook has become such a big power broker in the area of marketing videos and will increasingly be that way, and they've got that 10-second, essentially your Facebook video can be without sound. So how do you do a call to action if somebody's watching a video without sound? Well, it's tough, and I, I think that the uh, the the goal with Facebook videos is to get people to turn it on so that they have sound, you know, so that they they'll uh, activate the sound and, and actually watch till the end, where maybe you do have your call to action. So I think the goal there is not necessarily to fit your call to action into that first part that doesn't have sound, but is to give them something that's very visually engaging and interesting enough that's going to compel them to then activate the sound. Uh, and there's different ways to do that. You know, we've always talked about the, you know, create mystery or something that engages people, you know, gets their uh, interest peaked. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you don't want to be, you, you want to be smart about how you do this. You don't want to just try to cram your call to action in anywhere, but uh, you do want to be clear about what it is when you use it. And I think that one thing that you know we we've been discussing is well, how do you make uh, one video appeal to multiple, uh, or how do you have multiple call to actions basically on one video? And I know that one thing that we've discussed is how well you know you don't a lot of the times the message of the video is going to be the same. It's just the where you're going to direct people at the end that's going to be different. So. You know, there's always the option of tailoring a number of calls to action and then sort of swapping them out, creating essentially multiple video files with different calls to action where uh, at the end, let's say, or, or wherever the, the call to action appears, 
and then using that video in different places, uh, whether it's you know on your website to push to them, maybe to you know download your app or whatever on you know Google Play or whatever it is, or maybe if you're putting it on YouTube to direct them to your website, etc. That was great, you know, and that, that's almost like a preamble to another episode that I think we should talk about, which is a program that we call Three in One. But essentially, it's it's how do you create from a single large video? How do you utilize that and harness its real power in ways other than just having that single video? And one of them is by having different calls to action. So we'll talk about that in another episode. But for today, I just wanted to thank everybody for listening to this episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. And remember, you can subscribe to the podcast and get access to the the show notes the video tips uh, that we also have on our show notes page uh, by going to videomarketing20.net. That's videomarketing20.net. And you can also download this, of course, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, on TuneIn. And, of course, we appreciate your love, your ratings, and any comments that you have. It really helps us. And we've had some fantastic uh, comments that have been super helpful. So, you know, keep keep doing it. Thank you very much. So for Brenda and myself, We look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Video Marketing 2.0. Thank you for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information.